welcome to another episode of Word Up. I'm your host, Erin, and I'm so delighted and excited and um, happy to host Katie Huff Oberlin um, on my show. She is a colleague, she is a mentor, she's a teacher. Um, she's been a wonderful influence in my life and in my uh, health journey. And thank you so much for being on the show, Katie. <laughs> welcome, Erin. I'm delighted to be here. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And I'd love to ask you, just right off the bat, you work at this amazing practice. It's a medical practice in Chicago, and it's not just an ordinary medical practice. I, I think in many ways they're changing how medicine looks, right. and I wonder how did you come to be doing energy healing modalities such as healing touch and shamanic um, healing practices? Mm -hmm in a medical setting, a Western right. medical setting. Like, how does that happen? Right. How did they find you? How did well, they learn about Well, there are <laughs> lots, of ways, lots of ways I could go with, with <laughs> that question. Um, but let me just start off from the get-go by explaining that mm -hmm. um, Whole Health Chicago... Um, We're here now. Is a, that's where we are right now. And um, <laughs> we have a lot of different practitioners, including medical doctors and other people who have been trained in other medical ways, like uh, naturopath, chiropractic, traditional Chinese medicine. Mm -hmm. And so, but we do have a couple of MDs here who've been trained in medical school. So that's what we think of as Western medicine. Uh, but very early on in their careers, they were very committed to a, a bigger approach, a, a broader approach, I guess you mm -hmm. could say, in what we call functional medicine. And so the difference here is that um, we're interested in what is going on with each individual client. Mm -hmm. What What is your physiology? What is your life? So it, it's a much broader approach. So there's no cookie cutter approach. It mm -hmm. isn't just these are the symptoms, here's here's the medicine you take. Right. Um, it's really more about who are you as a person and what's going on internally, biochemically. And so, um, so that's the first piece is that really the focus is on functional medicine. Um, which is a little bit medicine is a little bit of a newer, not well, new here. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know when you know the history of functional medicine, but what I do know is that's sort of the the foundation of what all of our practitioners here work from, um, whether they are an MD or a DO or an MP or whatever their letters are. If or a name healing is, touch or practitioner. Healing touch. I'm well, but I'm not trained in functional medicine. But that's kind of the overview approach when you ask about it being. Um, you know, a typical Western medicine doctor's office. So, um, so the functional medicine piece is, is one part that I think makes us different, uh, unique. And then secondly, uh, the term integrative medicine has been out there for many years now. Um, and different locations have done uh, their own interpretations of what integrative medicine is all about. Um, but here at Whole Health Chicago, I think that we have truly an integrative approach because we collaborate with one another. Um, we have weekly staff meetings where we discuss client care. We have um, informal conversations with our colleagues all the time. And so it's all about what approach is going to be best for this person. Mm -hmm. So someone may benefit from psychotherapy, so they'll see a psychotherapist, or nutrition, mm -hmm. or acupuncture, or healing touch, or shamanic healing. So, so it's really a group effort um, that we offer here. And how did they find you? How did that relationship okay. of um, Whole Health and Katie Hopper, Oberlin, yeah. and Healing 
much. How did that come about? Yeah. Um, it's a great story because it, it kind of gets into the topic of synchronicity, mm-hmm. which... Um, it's a good topic. Yeah, it's a great topic. <laughs> it's, 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 and it's when we start paying attention to the different um, people and experiences that come into our life, we may not even realize at the time that it's um, something that's going to guide us down the way. Other times, a synchronicity may happen just in the moment, and it's like, wow, this is exactly what I needed right now. Yes. So um, there was a little bit of that going on um, for me. Um, I'm originally trained as a high school biology teacher. I, so I know this about you, yeah. and um, I've always experienced you as someone with a deeply scientific background. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, so that, and that. that's really important to me in terms of something like energy healing because... Um, a lot of people think it's kind of out there, kind of woo-woo. woo-woo. Yeah, yeah, woo-woo. Um, but there's, there's, woo. there's some really good um, scientific evidence that supports healing touch, and we can get into that later if you yeah, want. Yeah, I'd um, too. But in terms of my story, um, I, so I do have this science background, mm-hmm. uh, but I took several years off to raise four children, and as they were getting older, I wanted to then do something um, else, mm-hmm. you know, as they were getting older, and I wasn't home as much and um did you feel it was called to well, science or it it was one of those things I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do um but one day um the way the story goes one of my children I, I took them to see a healer that had been recommended by a friend of mine and it was a setting that I had never experienced before and um I know now that this man even though his um training was in chiropractic mm-hmm. um, and cranial sacral therapy, oh, wow. um, there was something else happening in that room. My son, who was about fourth grade at the time, hopped up on the treatment table and um, just went, got super relaxed right away. And I did have literally a calling. I heard a voice um, oh, wow. in my, in my I, I don't know, in my being mm-hmm. that said, you need to find out about this. And I wasn't sure what this was. But literally a week after that, I happened to pick up a brochure um, about healing touch. And I thought, well, I wonder if this is what I'm supposed to find out about. I, did, I really didn't know anything about energy healing at the time. Um, I was curious enough and had the time, so I started taking classes. And, and over time, I, I knew that this really was my calling. And so um, I, I just feel so blessed. So, and then so I went through the training um, to become certified. It took a couple of years. Um, the Healing Touch program is a continuing education program. Um, to be a Healing Touch certified practitioner is comparable to a master's degree. Wow. I have a master's in education at Northwestern University, and so I, from my experience, that's it's it's a significant amount of work, um, but that's what gives us our um, recognition and our credibility as well. Yes. Um, so I went through the program, and right about the time that I was ready to to step out and um, imagine how do I want to work, um, I got very interested in integrative medicine. Uh, Andrew Weil was, you know, the big buzzword yes. of the day. He was, you know, really out there, he and still is. Yep. And um, and I just thought, I don't, I don't know if it's even out there. If if it is, I'll find it. And if it isn't, I'm going to create it. <laughs> and so um, then, as synchronicity would have it. Um, there was an email that came through the Healing Touch listserv from a woman who worked at Whole Health Chicago. And she said, um, 
I'm really excited. Whole Health Chicago is letting me practice healing touch here. Oh, wow. And so it was through Danielle that um, I found out about Whole Health Chicago and mm -hmm. that they were actually open to energy healing. And about six, so then she and I had a chance to meet. And about six months later, she called me one day and she said, um, I'm moving to Maine. And I think I told the staff here and the doctors here that um, I think you're the person for the job and if you're interested. And I thought, my goodness, were so, you? <laughs> absolutely, it was exactly what I was hoping oh, wow. to find or create. And so um, I came in the next day and I, I interviewed and I've been here for over 13 years now. So it again, it was that synchronicity. It was um, doing the hard work, but putting those intentions out there, not necessarily knowing how it was going to um, play out. Right. But for me, um, I feel like I've been prepared every step along the way. And now when I go back and think about my teaching background, mm -hmm. how perfect is that? Because now I teach Healing Touch. Right. I lead workshops, um, retreats, and I'm involved in teaching my clients one-on-one. -on -one um, and I have that science background, and so I feel like that uh, gives me some credibility as a, as a practitioner for people who, who really want the evidence mm -hmm. of, of what it's all about. So, so that's kind of the long story, um, and it's a beautiful story. And actually, you, um, the way I know you is I came to Whole Health. I was having some health things going on, and I saw the doctor, and he, you know, he gave me a prescription and marched me over to your office to meet you. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'd like you to, you know, be working with Katie also. And I was like, of course. <laughs> How soon can I start? Right. <laughs> and um, and the synchronicities that came out of that meeting because um, it, it led me to a lot of things that I do now from the work that you did with me and the healing that you brought me. And um, you know, it took a small village, and you were the the lead on that village. Well, that's <laughs> nice to hear, Erin. Yes, it's been wonderful to see. Grown your practice. Thank you. Um, so I, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about what Healing Touch Energy Practice is. Okay, sure. Yeah. So um, the way I like to explain this is that we are more than our physical body. Even though we know we have cells and tissues and organs and systems that are beautifully designed to keep us mm -hmm. healthy and alive, we also have an energy system made up of meridians, chakras and an aura or biofield field of energy that um, these aspects to the energy system um, penetrate the body and are within the body but they expand out two or three feet beyond the physical body and um, so when we are injured ill or under stress things in the energy system can become blocked or out of balance and so as a healing touch practitioner uh, our training really emphasizes the importance of being heart-centered mm -hmm. and um, very intentional and using a variety of techniques to help clear and balance an individual's energy system to help uh, support their innate healing process. Um, to help and them become more balanced so that their, their systems can do what they're designed to do. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and you just take stress as a, as a perfect example mm -hmm. because more and more Western medicine is recognizing how stress is really um, oh. a huge impact in our health and um, healing touch can really help alleviate stress and then allow our body to um, function more effectively and, and achieve that inner balance we call homeostasis yeah. uh, but the other thing about healing touch is it's a holistic approach and so 
it isn't just about the physical body. It's the emotional, mental, and spiritual aspects of who we are as well. So um, that's, in a nutshell, what it's about. <laughs> and, well, since, um, since I first met you, you have gone from being a healing touch practitioner and teacher right. um, to also becoming a shamanic healing practitioner. That's right. And, yeah. I, and just from seeing you know, the emails that come out in the blogs and how Oh Health promotes you, it, it seems like um, you know, that was a really important part of the journey, but also works so well with the healing touch. It sure does. Yeah. yeah. Could you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, shamanism is the oldest form of spirituality and healing on the planet. It's it ancient. dates back, yeah, 25,000 <laughs> years. Um, How many? 25,000. From the beginning of time, um, uh, human beings uh, were very connected with their nature, natural environment for survival. And there was a connection that people um, had and, and still have and can cultivate today. And there are indigenous cultures all over the world that still practice a shamanic way of life. Um, but it's that connection with nature that is kind of the um, hallmark or yeah. the keystone of what shamanism is all about. Um, I got into shamanism just as a curiosity. I was interested. Um, it's, it's just a beautiful um, connection with nature that I think I've had all my life. Um, but but just understanding nature from an energetic perspective just kind of takes it to that level that shamanic people have known for thousands of years. And um, so the thing about it is it's, it's a form of energy work, just like healing touch, yeah. um, but it has these very ancient roots. And so when I um, work shamanically, I am connecting with nature and I'm um, connecting with plants, animals, the different elements, the air, the sky, whatever, um, recognizing that all these aspects of nature have their own um, energy, their own frequency. And um, so when you hear the expression, for example, breath of fresh air is good medicine, now that's kind of a shamanic or Native American kind of um, remark. And, and what it's saying is that any, anything from nature, when used in the right way, and when, when we um, ask, you know, <laughs> for these aspects of nature to support us, that the energy of these things can, can support the healing. And so um, whether it's healing touch or shamanic healing, um, I'm using my hands or I might be using other shamanic tools to help yeah. break up blocked energy, to help clear things away, to improve the individual's alignment um, with spirit and with the spirit within. Because ultimately, that's what healing is all about, is coming back home to who we are um, inside. So, um, and so, yeah, and, and the, so the healing touch and the shamanic healing do dovetail really beautifully really, together really within nicely. a session, yeah. I might be, someone may come in for a shamanic healing. They may expect me, they may be expecting me to um, use my rattle or I, I sing during the shamanic healings. Mm -hmm. um, and in the process of, of moving the energy, clearing things out, uh, I may get a sense that, gosh, a chakra connection might be helpful for this person. So then that's a healing touch technique. And so um, most of my clients are very open to um, whatever comes up during the session. And so it's a very right brain experience it as is. well as bringing in your scientific exactly. brain. Exactly, yeah. It requires a lot of study, a lot of, I'm constantly reading and learning more about quantum physics, about ancient cultures, you know, it kind of covers the whole gamut. But there is um, a very right brain, um, kind of intuitive part 
part to it, uh, where we just trust that um, you'll be guided in, in whatever way is going to be for the highest and best good. Yeah. The attunement piece, really. So the attuning is 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 really a process that happens during every session where you tune into the client um, to just get a sense for what what will be helping them here. Yeah, and it's it, it, and I think that's just inherent to who you are as a person that you have that beautiful attunement. You're you're listening with your whole self, and then yeah. you just your who you are has always been a healing in in my book as far as I've noticed. Yeah. yeah. That he will experience with you. Not to, not well, to gush that. over you too much, but I, I can I want to gush over you a little bit. Oh, yeah. um, well, being a good listener, uh, as you know, in your work as well, is really important because I think a lot of times people aren't feeling heard, and especially if um, they're going through a health situation where they just feel like they're not getting the answers. This kind of work can really help people get to the root cause of yeah. what may be going on because it's more than just physical symptoms. Mm -hmm. their, their test results may be normal, but they're feeling terrible. So then we can get back into um, the person's history. So I listen not only for information, but I listen energetically. Where, where did the energy kind of get stuck? And trauma is a huge area where I've had a lot of experience with, where when we've been able to kind of trace back, gosh, when did this all start um, then the, then the client begins to um, shift and feel better it really is and the as you're talking about the shamanic work I have so much appreciation for for all that you're saying um, you know I I've learned that this whole post-trauma terminology is it's fairly new it's very individualistic mm -hmm. it's it's more I think of a I don't mean to be controversial but maybe a kind of that western more of a Western phenomenon, not that it doesn't occur, in, didn't occur in the East, but that this going away from tribe and going away from the land and going into cities and becoming individualistic, that um, the, the tribe would hold us. And it would, this is some of my understanding from yeah, you know, yeah, some no, of the I, I would, I would, things they're studying. I resonate and, with that, yeah. And that within the tribe, which is maybe why 12 steps work so well or can work really well, mm -hmm. is that there's a witnessing of the tribe mm -hmm. and... Um, Kind of holding and an unburdening and yeah. so right yeah I think I think when as a practitioner you're working with someone um, you want to be able to create a safe space mm -hmm. a container and so then knowing that you've got the container of the tribe so to say the family the group whoever um, that that's tremendous and I think that you're right um, in in our modern day and age um, people have gotten very disconnected from um, people from their source, mm -hmm. from nature, and from, uh, just having your feet on the earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. So, anytime um, I meet with people to talk about their own self care, I mm -hmm. almost always will ask them, please get outside. Please go down to this beautiful lake we have yes. right here in Chicago, <laughs> or go to a park, or um, take a walk in the woods, or go to the botanic garden, something. Um, if you can do it every day, um, it's ideal um, to just reconnect with um, our natural surroundings. Mm -hmm. And you walk your walk, and you you walk your talk, and you talk your walk. Um, even just to do our interview, you set up this beautiful <laughs> these elements of nature. Yeah. We have lovely hardwood floors, and um, you set out here to. to I, I did. I um, interview. That's part of creating the space mm -hmm. and and honoring the four directions and the different elements of the 
fire, the earth, the water, the air, the sky, Pachamama, Mother Earth, mm -hmm. and to support us. So yeah, yeah, I definitely, um, I would say I do walk the walk, talk the talk, um, in my daily practices as well. It's really important for me to um, take care of myself so it, that I it's can It's vital, right? To take care of it you, really to do is. the work that you're doing. It is, and, and honestly, it's, it's vital for all of us. Um, that's a really important thing that I do really encourage my clients to, to do. And I, and I talk to my clients that we find something that is going to work for them. Um, some people, you know, the idea of sitting still for 15 minutes to meditate just isn't going to work for them. They need to be active. And so maybe um, getting more exercise or doing walking meditation yeah. instead of sitting meditation. So there's there's so many um, ideas for how people can help take care of themselves, yeah. and so each person has to find what works for them, and um, that's part of my job as a practitioner is to help people find their own self care. And um, if if you don't mind my um, digging a little deeper, can yeah. I ask you, you know, your integrity and your self care and your practice is so apparent. And do you mind if I ask a little bit about what is your Personal practice is sure. that too? <laughs> no, no. I'm happy to share that. Um, I know we've talked um, before, <laughs> and you you've said to me, "Oh, you're so grounded." You know how do you, how do you do that? You're, you know, and um, I think of you every day when I'm working with clients. <laughs> like, re remember how grounded Katie is. Be grounded. Yeah. <laughs> Find well, the stillness. Yeah, and and I've thought about that um, mm -hmm. a lot, and uh, I think that. To me, it boils down to three things. First of all, I think that that's sort of the way spirit put me together in this lifetime. Um, I'm I'm kind of a scholarly type. I'm you know I, I like to read. Um, I, I like kind of the solid physicality of um, of who I am. And I, but I think a lot of that has to do with my personality. So that's just kind of how my genetics or whatnot you know just put me together um, in that way. Um, and I would say, secondly, um, I have been very blessed in my lifetime. Um, I was raised by um, a loving um, pair of people, my mom, my dad. I have five siblings. Um, and I, I never really experienced trauma the way I have seen um, others. others. And, and that's been an aspect of my practice that has, has really opened my heart um, to what people experience sometimes in their life. Um, but for me, I've been very blessed. Um, and, and so as a result of that, um, I, I thought about this energetically, actually. Um, I feel safe in my body. And that's, that's related to our root chakra, which is the base chakra. It's located at the base of the spine. Um, it's associated with the adrenal glands, which control kind of the fight and flight response. It's all about safety. And um, also, the root chakra is where we tap in when we want to ground ourselves, when we want to be connected to the earth, the root, the tree, you know, the roots of the plants, mm -hmm. the trees. And so I think that those two factors, just my personality, the way I'm put together, my life experience, I feel safe. Um, I think I have a lot going for me just because of that. Now, 
there's a third component, and I will be honest, I'm, I'm not always, you know, solid and grounded. I get stressed, I get, you know. In my fantasy version uh, of your life, you are. <laughs> if you could have seen me yesterday, I was preparing for a um, healing touch practice group, and we were offering it in my home for the first time. Mm. The dog was going nuts, Skype wasn't working, oh. people were arriving, and I was, I almost wiped out on this um, little area rug that we oh had, because I had the dog on a leash, because I had forgotten to find out if people were okay with dogs. She pulled me. I almost wiped out. Oh, no. I was so unrounded. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't fall. I caught myself. I fell <laughs> with the dog in her room, her crate. Yeah. And she settled down. People are, you know. And then we did it. We actually did a group grounding exercise, which really helped. But <laughs> my point is, I'm not always grounded. Um, and I also, it's really important as a practitioner to be very grounded in the moment with your clients so that you can hold that safe space. Um, and so I do have practices that I do every day. Um, and if you want, um, we could even do a that centering be, and grounding exercise with, with your audience if you'd like. I'd love that. Okay. Yeah, and I'm sure we would love that. And um, okay. also the maybe point number four, if, if I may, is that even if you do get on grounded and the dog holds you, you you know how to get yourself grounded. You know how, how to reflect right. that for others. And, right, you know. right. And and I will say that um, it, it takes practice. It so does. even though, you know, I tend to be a pretty grounded person anyway, um, it does take practice. And, the, and so you don't wait for those stressful moments to occur and then, and then remember, oh gosh, I think I need to sit and get myself grounded. No, you, you practice this every day, and that's what my daily practice is all about. Um, you practice it so that when these stressful moments come up, um, you, it's sort of like exercising muscles. It, you know, yeah, you, you've kind of built that pattern, that energetic pattern into you, so that you do tend to be more likely to um, respond, you know, in a, a more instead of react and, you know, yeah, knee jerk and all that. Um, Sorry so to get yeah, away from no, 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 that's fine. But yeah, so so my daily practice always involves the centering, the grounding, um, and just kind of t you know tuning in. How am I feeling today? What are my intentions for today? Because our thoughts play a huge role in in how um, how we can then be present to ourselves and live our life, and and that's been tremendous. Um, in addition, there are lots and lots of healing touch techniques that you can do on yourself mm -hmm. and. Um, and I do teach those to other people. Um, and then I also, of course, have shamanic practices that I absolutely love. I've built a medicine wheel in my backyard oh, wow. with um, with uh, native plants, and it marks the four directions. And so I go out there each morning and, and say prayers to the directions and so on. So so there are a lot of different things that I do with my own self-care. Yeah. And I swim. I'm an avid swimmer. Me too. So Daily. I, I mean, yeah. be in the water yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> to the end of the day, I, I'm finding that that's a great time. In the water and wash. So, so it's a variety of things um, that I do for my own self care. Thank God you were a swimmer. Yeah, <laughs> a lot in common. <laughs> and I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, no. We're going to take us through uh, sure. an exercise. So, yeah, yeah. So, if you'd like to do that, that'd be great. Okay. Um, okay. And so, if people are watching and they want to do this with us, they um, that would be great. Um, yeah. So, if we begin. Um, with our feet flat on the floor, and your hands can just be comfortable wherever, um, wherever you like. Um, and then we'll begin by just taking a few nice deep breaths. And so just bringing our attention 
to each inhale and each exhale. As we draw our attention to the breath, we begin to notice that any thoughts, concerns, worries, responsibilities can sort of fade into the background. And breath by breath, the focus comes more and more to our center heart resides. So breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. And to notice a rhythm, sense of calm. And this is what we mean by centering. And so now that you feel more centered, you can then bring your attention to the base of your spine feet planted on the ground. And even if you're in a tall building, you can begin to imagine the growing roots from the base of the spine, from the hips, from the feet. And those roots can grow down, 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 deep, deep. As we ground, we become more in touch with our physicality. And we can incorporate the breath, whereby each time you exhale, imagine that those roots are going deep into the earth. And then when you inhale, Imagine or experience bringing that earth energy up through those roots into your body. So reaching down with each exhale and then reaching up with each inhale. Breath by breath, feeling more and more centered and grounded. practice, this is something that just becomes automatic in any moment that you feel stressed. You first connect with your breath and with the heart center to center yourself. And you just take a few deep breaths to connect with the earth for that groundedness. And then from that place, you can then respond to whatever might simple centering and grounding exercise. That's lovely. It changes everything. Well, it does. It, you can feel that shift, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
Yeah. And I think so often, how many times have you and I both said things or done things and then afterwards we're just like, oh, oh why did, why did I, you know, <laughs> I do that? Oh, I wish. You know, so this has been something that has really been helpful to me um, mm -hmm. in, in my own life yeah. where I, I just feel as if um, the things that are distressing to me, um, I can manage more easily mm -hmm. and, and come from a place of heart-centeredness where, where then a situation can be worked out more amicably and um, more peacefully, right? Yeah, that you can find your answer at the moment. Yeah, you're safe and safe yeah. at the moment. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and when I say peacefully, that reminds me of just one more thing, too, mm -hmm. is that um, I really believe that um, healing and peace begin within ourselves. And when we talk about energy, um, it, it is a, like a vibration. And so we're like that little pebble in the pond. Mm -hmm. And if we can live our lives uh, in a more centered and grounded and peaceful way, that energy can then emanate out and help support our friends, our family, and, and even beyond that to help um, bring more peace uh, to the planet. Mm -hmm. so. And we don't always know how much that groundedness impacts and contains and helps the people around us. It, it really does, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's key. So, yeah. But so much healing happens around you. And, and to touch on what you were saying about how you had great parents and you were well-loved, I've seen um, a couple of different kinds of healers. There's the wounded healer, mm -hmm. and then um, there are those well-loved healers mm -hmm. who are just spilling over with so much goodness yeah. already. And, yeah. um, you know, they've found your own journey, but you seem like one of those well-loved healers. I that was. Um, I've had my wounding as well. <laughs> you know, I think we've all experienced trauma. Um, and that's why I think trauma has become such a big part of my practice. Mm -hmm. um, we have little traumas, we have big traumas. Um, an example um, that seems to be coming up recently is with women. And, sure. um, yeah. you know, the, talking, of course, you know, there are many women out there we know, <laughs> more and more, mm -hmm. um, the traumas that people have endured. Um, but also there's, there's a lot of teasing and bullying that goes on in mm -hmm. middle school. And um, it's really interesting, actually men and women both, who will mm -hmm. tend to kind of diminish those experiences and say, well, oh, that was a long time ago, it's mm -hmm. just typical kid behavior. But, um, you know, for a lot of people, those kinds of experiences really do have an impact. So much so. And, um, and so there are even what people might consider a little trauma that are still very significant. So, Especially in a time in life and being part of um, the the social group is survival in some ways. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and, and, and young people are coming into their own. Who am I? And uh, and so it's a it's a very difficult stage of life uh, for everyone to navigate. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just an example, though, of, of the idea of trauma. Um, there's been a lot of evidence with healing touch helping veterans with post traumatic stress yeah, disorder. Those are the big, those are the capital T big traumas. Trauma. Um, so the work that I do can support many people at all levels. And for me personally, um, yeah, I've had my fair share. <laughs> okay. Well, so, I but I am grateful <laughs> to my parents and, and my siblings for the foundation that I did receive. So, yeah. Well, can I ask what are some of your more um, 
favorite stories? I, I don't know if you have a particular favorite story or a healing or, you know, a case that uh -huh. just really surprised you yeah. or wowed or, you know, left you in awe yeah. of capacity to heal or... Gosh, you know, um... Not to violate anyone's confidentiality. No, 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 I would never... Um, it's a great question, um, because each time I meet with a client, I really never know what techniques I'm going to use or what the outcome is going to be in a session. Um, it's a huge piece of what we do as healing touch practitioners and shamanic healing practitioners is to set an intention for what the client feels that they will be, you know, be helped by, uh, but then we let go of outcome. And so, in a way, every time I'm with someone, at the end of the session, it's just like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's just awesome how things emerge and how it, it tends to be just what the client needed in that moment. Um, and I'll be honest, there are times where the client will say, gosh, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I feel anything. That's fine, too, um, because the healing continues. And so right. I might get an email from them. A week or two later, and they'll say, gosh, things have really shifted for me. Um, sometimes it's years later where I hear somebody will say to me, oh, my gosh, like you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea, <laughs> you know, that it, it was, How much it was really helpful to you. And so um, sometimes we never know. But I would say that, you know, there have been some really kind of surprising moments. Um, a couple that come to mind. One was somebody who came, um, and really the focus was they were going through a very stressful time in their life, and um, they just they just wanted to feel less anxiety and and just feel more peaceful inside. Mm -hmm. And um, so, healing touch is very helpful with relieving stress, relieving anxiety. And um, by the end of the session, um, the client was resting on, on the, we work on a massage table. Mm -hmm. she, uh, she was resting and um, as she kind of started waking up, uh, we were talking and um, she said to me, um, this was amazing. I, I feel so much more calm, so much more peaceful and I realized that um, I need to quit my job and I, <laughs> I need to find a new career path. And this the reason it was surprising was because it wasn't something that she had identified in our intake in terms of, you know, what's going on in your life. Um, it was just really all about the stress and how she was feeling in the moment. And so it was really a, a very transformative moment for her. And then I continued, because that's a scary thing, too, to just can be, realize, yeah. you know. And so then... But she was peaceful um, enough to... Get there. Something shifted in her mm -hmm. that she, it was like this aha moment for her where mm -hmm. she just realized, I'm, I am really going down the wrong path and I need to make a change. And so mm -hmm. then she continued to see me and we were able to kind of support their process. Mm -hmm. um, another, yeah, another wonderful um, client that I, I remember, um, and she gave me permission to share this on my um, blog. So oh. <laughs> I, you know, I feel fine talking about it. She's an artist and mm -hmm. a teacher. And um, she sent me some artwork uh, at some point in our process. And she, I had um, given her, I hope I'm telling the story accurately. I didn't go back and check my notes. <laughs> but the way I'm remembering it is um, one of the practices that she started using is called the self-chakra connection. Mm -hmm. 
and it's a way of helping to balance your energy. Um, I do it with my clients, but you can also do it on yourself. And she, after seeing me for a while, she started developing her own spiritual practice that became really a very important part of her day. And um, one day she sent me some of her artwork, mm -hmm. and it was sort of pre-chakra connection versus mm -hmm. post-chakra connection. And the difference in her artwork was striking. Pre-chakra connection, it was um, it was black and white. Mm -hmm. It was um, the images were um, very jagged. Um, her art is abstract, mm -hmm. but um, so it was very um, jagged and um, dark. And um, her post chakra connection artwork looked like these pink flowing ribbons mm -hmm. and um, and other colors that, that came out of it. And and it just it was it was really fun. I brought her artwork to one of our staff meetings to show the group like look look what happened with this client in terms wow. of her artwork and um, and that has really played out in her life as well. She's opened up um, as an artist, um, getting more confident, and um, and also these spiritual practices are just really a part of who she is now. So so that was really a fun fun one as well. Um, yeah, those are two that. They're beautiful examples. Thank you yeah. for sharing. And, and the thing, you know, when you go through learning healing, touch techniques, um, there is a scientific basis to what these to different what yeah. these techniques involve. And yeah, we can talk a little bit about some of the research that supports that. But there's also sort of a clinical feel to it. Healing touch um, mm -hmm. was developed by a nurse who was holistically minded, so importance of body, mind, spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, but she was also energetically aware. And so she could really see how these different healing touch techniques impacted the energy field and, you know, for the better. And um, so when you go through the healing touch program, you go to the classes and you learn these different techniques and you learn, gosh, um, magnetic clearing is really good for clearing um, toxins in, in, in the client's energy field or for someone going through chemotherapy. You know, it can really help clear the side effects of medication. So that's that's a classic um, example of a technique that has a certain purpose. Um, what can really be surprising is when you are administering a technique with a client during the session, and then what they experience is much more expanded than what the um, textbook description of the of the technique tells us. So so it's sort of like you start with the foundation learning the techniques, but then as you gain more and more experience, you realize how energetically these techniques can um, really help shift energy in ways that you never expected. So and that's, I have, that's really cool. That, those are, well, I appreciate you talking about the, the science behind it. And mm -hmm. I have friends that since I've met you have gone and learned to do healing touch and, um, and the miracles they talk about, the magic that, you know, the, the subtle but profound impact. Yeah. And having experienced it, you know, first, first person with you. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, and so the science behind it is really very exciting. Um, a lot of what um, we're learning today in quantum physics is supporting what is happening in, in energy healing. Um, a very simple um, one that I like to tell people about is um, how there are certain devices, mechanical devices, that people use in the medical community mm -hmm. to help support healing. And one of them is called the PEMF 
device. It stands for Pulsed Electromagnetic Frequency oh, I have a client device. that brings that with her to okay. sessions. Really? Okay. <laughs> she uses it with her clients. Okay. Well, um, I'm not sure in what context you and she are using it, but um, doctors will use these devices when people aren't healing as quickly as they'd like. Um, if they have a, a broken bone or to help support healing of uh, muscle tissue. And so it's, there's a certain frequency to this device that helps stimulate um, more effective bone healing. Um, so uh, somebody came along with a, a way of measuring um, energy off of the hands of energy healers. Wow. And so <laughs> um, it turns out that the energy that emanates from our hands as healers is the same frequency as the PEMF <laughs> device. And so there is a measurable energy frequency from the hands of healers that um, that is somehow um, influencing and supporting the healing process of the client. So that's a, just a very simple um, mm -hmm. example of how science and energy work um, do fit with each other. There are many, many studies out there now um, I don't know that we can really go into them here, but I've, I have written articles about them. Um, and I'm currently um, taking a webinar series called The Science of Energy Healing. Um, there are also many books. James Oshman is one author. Um, it's called Energy Medicine, The Scientific Basis. Um, yeah. I love that book because it does give um, some of the evidence and some of the research that supports it. So, um, well, yeah, can I many ask resources. about your? You're teaching. You are a teacher. You I teach am. healing touch. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and you have workshops and classes. You have one coming up this Thursday. Yeah. Can I ask you to talk a little bit about your workshops and classes? Sure. That are upcoming. Sure. I love teaching. Um, I I think That's your calling. <laughs> it is. Uh, you know, I go back talking about my family, my siblings. I'm number five out of six children. And so, God love her, I've got a younger sister. And from a very young age, I was always the teacher, she was always the student, and we would play school. <laughs> and I really think that that, I think that's been in me since, since the beginning. Um, I majored in biology in college and then got a master's in education. So I do have an education background, taught high school biology for many years. And now I've gone full circle because I am a Healing Touch certified instructor, as well as practitioner. And so I love, there's something about um, the learning that I enjoy and then the ability to then share that with yeah. others as a teacher. It's, it, it's sort of a reciprocal experience for me where um, I love to share what, what I can to help other people learn, but then in the process they teach me so much as well. Yeah. So it's really wonderful. So I do a variety of classes and workshops. Um, the shorter workshops that I offer mm -hmm. give people a little flavor of what energy healing and what healing touch is all about. So this Thursday, October 18th, um, the workshop is called Energy Medicine, Getting to the Root Cause of Illness. So I'll be teaching the basics of the human energy system mm -hmm. and how energy can become blocked. And then participants will be learning some very basic healing touch techniques that they can practice on each other and on themselves. So the self-care piece will be part of the workshop. Um, and will that be here? And that's here at Whole Health Chicago mm -hmm. on Thursday from 6 to 7.30. Um, and then December 6th, I have another workshop scheduled. Um, this one will be focusing on a technique called mind clearing. Wow. And again, this is a technique that I, I often um, offer to my clients, but mm -hmm. we can do it on ourselves as well. It's a series of hand positions around the head and neck area. 
It is used to help promote um, relaxation um, and focus. But what I've learned in my practice, um, case in point, the artist that I was just talking yeah. about, it helps um, support opening creativity. And it's a wonderful tool for um, stress management. So offering it in December, kind of around the holidays, mm -hmm. Thought that might be good timing. It's great um, timing. <laughs> and these are these both of these workshops are um, um, offered sort of as an introduction, just to give people a little flavor of what Healing Touch is all about. Yeah. Um, because I also teach the full Level One Healing Touch program class, um, and the next class I'll be offering is at the end of January. Mm -hmm. I haven't secured the exact date and location yet. Okay. I'm waiting to hear. So that will, you know, that information will be coming out in my newsletter and also on my website. Um, so more information there to come. Um, and we'll have all of this information on the YouTube channel. Oh, that, that's um, great. Thanks, all your Karen. links. And if you want to say your website, please, by all means. Do you want to say it now? Yeah. Okay. okay. Good. So it is holistic-connections.net. Um, website and if, if you go to the website and you want to sign up for my newsletter it comes out once a month mm -hmm. and I have a blog and announcements of my information workshops. the other piece I want to mention too is that um, I also offer shamanic workshops as well and for 2019 I'm going to be offering them quarterly um, oh, to kind of connect with the four seasons the four directions and um, offer group healings I have done group healings um, in the past and, and people love them um, it's nice to have a one-on-one -on -one session where you have me for a full hour, um, but in the group healing session, each person gets an individual healing, but there's something about the group energy that really yeah. is a very unique and very powerful experience, and so that'll be coming in the new year as well. The transformation of a group. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, even if uh, you know someone maybe isn't able to make it to Thursdays, course they could they, they would know that you're doing ongoing courses and Absolutely. workshops that they Absolutely. can access at yeah. holistic-connections.net that's right yeah. and also if if people have ideas for workshops that you would like me to bring to your location I've worked with groups in their offices in their homes I did a um, group with um, a group of moms, young moms. Oh. Um, there were about 30 of them who came to someone's home one evening and I, wow. I offered them an introduction to Healing Touch. I teach a class called My Helpful Healing Touch for children ages 6 to 12 and I've got something in the works for that that somebody's a, a client actually expressed interest and so we're um, putting that together as well. So I'm I'm very um, the wheels are turning. Flexible. Who we can send? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and it's just good for people to know. Just contact me if you have ideas, and mm -hmm. we'll work something out. Yeah, and so. um, and we'll have your links again. And you can also reach out to me. I can put you in touch with Katie if you're interested. Thank you. Um, and is is there uh, anything else that you wanted to share? Anything else upcoming? Any retreats? Um, I don't have any retreats. Um. I'm going on a retreat. I'm going to Peru oh, in a couple of weeks. Oh, are you really? Yeah, yeah. I just, um, actually, I was in New Mexico uh, right around Labor Day mm -hmm. and did a five-day solo in nature where I was fasting, and it was just me, my tent, and this beautiful meadow where I was. I was being supported by my shamanic community, my teachers and um, others. But um, that was a really powerful experience. Talk about just unplugging from the world and plugging into nature. It was really, really awesome. And uh, 
and I'm fortunate to be traveling to Peru um, in early November for some shamanic workshops and to work with some indigenous people down there. So I'm really looking forward to that. But I do offer retreats as well, and so I don't have anything scheduled. But um, again, if anybody wants a retreat, but they'll maybe down the line. Oh, absolutely. It'll be coming up, and oh, and sure, can find it on yeah. your website. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah exactly. Um, yeah, so, and I, I think the only other thing I'd, I'd want to mention, Erin, is just how, um, how grateful I am to be here with <laughs> you today and to be able to share um, some of these experiences with your audience. Um, it's, it's been just an amazing journey. Um, I don't know that everybody out there really understands what energy medicine, energy healing is all about. Um, but it's it's definitely something worth exploring because uh, there's something beyond just just mm -hmm. this physical um, world that we live in, and um, and it's it's been fascinating, wonderful. So thank you for thank you. the opportunity to share this with others. Oh, thank you, thank you for it. this is so much information, and <laughs> um, I can't wait to share it and publish this video um, and. I, I find that the more we're curious about the what else is out there, what you know, what unnameable or um, intuitive things there are, the more quantum physics can come in, or the more mm -hmm. science shows up and says, "By the way, <laughs> right. that thing the ancients have known for right. was it twenty five twenty five thousand years?" Yeah. That uh, uh, we ha here's some proof. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, and I don't know how much we can actually prove at this stage, but it's pretty clear. All you have to do is look at the world around us. Mm -hmm. We are in a time of huge transformation. And um, so having these kinds of tools to help support people, like I said, it, it will help support all of us in, in kind of moving to the next level. And, um, well, I, I'm so grateful to you. You, even just, you know, being in this conversation, I'm realizing how different my, my life has become, how different my practice has become, how um, much chaos has uh, grounded out <laughs> nice since those days and um, how, how much impact you've had on my healing journey and, and um, maybe having my health back. And you're big, um, you're the central part of that. Well, I appreciate yeah. knowing that. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah. if someone wanted to become your patient, yeah, so, well, Your there's a short answer and a long answer. I refer to people as oh, no. clients. Um, yeah, like any question, there's a short answer and a long answer. <laughs> the short answer is go to my website, um, again, holistic-connection.com, or um, you're welcome to call me, 847-736-5911, and I'm happy, I, I give free phone consults, so I'm happy to oh, talk to people that. on the phone. Okay. And, um, help them find out if this is really something for them. That's kind of the short answer. The longer answer is um, each one of us is unique, each one of us is different, and so um, part of my training is to learn a lot about all the different approaches to healthcare that are out there. Um, I'm very fortunate to be here at Whole Health Chicago with a fabulous group of colleagues. There are probably 20 plus um, doctors and practitioners here. and. Um, so I, I have a lot of resources available to me right here at Whole Health Chicago, mm -hmm. but also just in terms of the wider community of what um, modalities are out there to support people's health and well-being. And so um, hopefully Healing Touch and or Shamanic Healing would be something that would help someone. I believe that it can help anyone. 
but some people, maybe it isn't a good fit. And so I'm available to help people put together um, the healing path that is going to work best for them. And, then, and that's really important. Um, yeah. I want people to really um, feel empowered to find practitioners. It may involve some work. It may involve a little shopping around. But you want to make sure that um, you feel comfortable um, with the healthcare providers that you are working with and um, feel comfortable and that you really do feel as if um, the, the work that they're providing is helping you. So, And even if someone... Important. If uh, someone isn't in the Chicago area, but they wanted to get Healing Touch, or um, I, I know you had mentioned that there's a network of healers that can be found. There is a network, a uh, Healing Touch program, and the um, shamanic group that I'm a part of is worldwide, mm -hmm. and so you can find uh, practitioners almost in any location um, you know, around the world. Um, but I can't resist mentioning something Please else. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> I do remote healing. And so, um, in fact, my most recent article in September was about remote healing. And uh, we'll have to do a link that's, to that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, you know, people are like, what? You don't have to be Everything's energy. It's all energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, so someone doesn't have to be right here somebody in your doesn't. office. Right. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, I have some local clients who choose to go home and or be yeah, at home just so they can crash and, in and their then bed. they can just be in a comfy chair or in, a, mm -hmm. in their bed and, and receive the work um, just recently I had a client who um, we've been doing some remote work together and um, so over the phone I was teaching him a little bit about self-care and he asked the question um, he said well so how close do my hands have to be to my body when, when I'm doing this. So let's say it's a chakra connection where one hand is on the throat chakra and one's on the heart chakra, let's say. You know, and he said, well, if, if I'm not touching my body, like, can I be three inches away? Or like, how far away before it starts losing its effect? And I started laughing and I said, <laughs> You're in California and I'm in Chicago. Um, Pretty far. <laughs> you know, time. The edge of the universe. Time and space have no um, no influence in how energy medicine works, how energy healing works. So I did, and he started laughing. He's like, "Oh, I can't believe it." Just asked So um, you're preaching so the, to the choir. So the, so the remote work is is another great option. Is yeah. my point. Great. Yeah. So people all over the world could. I do. I've had clients from Australia, Canada, Europe, France, England. Um, I don't get anyone from Africa. Call. Oh, actually, I take that back. I did have uh, one client from Africa. So yeah, you know, and Skype is a wonderful way to yes. connect. Yeah. Aren't we lucky? Yeah. So well, it's, it's we can talk things. and connect, and then um, or even be work. on a landline. Right. Right. <laughs> Doing I actually, work. I have a client who's in China who we connect by email. Mm -hmm. um, Skype isn't an option where she's located, and so um, she just knows that at a certain time, you know, I'll be working, and uh, she might be at work, it might be middle of the night, yeah. but um, we communicate by email, you know, so that mm -hmm. she can tell me what her intention for healing is, and then I can give her a summary of what came up, and then she gives me her feedback. So it's really, it's pretty amazing. So no matter where in the world someone's watching this, they right. can get a session with you. They can. It's great. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm so excited to put this video out and thank you so much for all the teaching and for the time that you've taken and the care and, um, and you, you 
supervise? Are you, you have student groups where other, you know, healers are able to gather and, oh, yeah. and yeah, I have do, healer yeah. supports and right. I, um, maybe case consult type of a thing? We do that, yes. Um, so, of course, I love teaching healing touch. Mm -hmm. And um, one part about being um, a student of healing touch is that you go through these different levels of training. There are five levels of training. Um, it's a continuing education program for mm -hmm. nurses and other psychotherapists. Other therapists can receive continuing education um, for our classes. Good to know. Massage therapists often. Um, so, um, so it is sort of this curriculum. There's these steps to become um, to go through the program and then to go through certification process. There's an exam, a proficiency exam, and so on. Um, but you're not working, you know, in your own little isolated um, bubble. It's you are part of the Healing Touch program, and as a result, um, in many places around the country, people do gather either one-on-one -on -one to do healing exchanges, but also we have a book group that's in the area. I started it many years ago, and um, I don't run the book group anymore, but I'm thrilled because I passed it on to someone who's continued it every month. Oh, wow. They get together and do a book group. Um, and then I host a practice group every two months, and it's open to any student or um, practitioner or instructor. And we gathered just yesterday. We had our most recent gathering. There were nine of us. One of them Skyped in remotely. Oh, yeah. And um, it was great because um, we're in circle with others. Um, it's a chance to practice techniques and also to receive some, some self-care. And so I kind of facilitate the group. We ask questions. Um, we share experiences that we've had mm -hmm. so that it can really deepen the learning process for people. So I love, I love that part. And then I'm also a Healing Touch mentor. And so what that means is when you get up to level four of Healing Touch, you are then considered a Healing Touch practitioner apprentice. And you're required to work with a mentor for a 12-month period of time and before you go on to the fifth level of training. And during that time, um, there are a lot of requirements for reading and exploring other healing modalities, you work on a case study, and so on. And um, so as a mentor, it's my job to help guide the person through that process. Um, so it's just another way that I kind of continue to share the word with what I've learned. But again, I'm always learning a lot. Yeah, I'm a teacher. <laughs> through I'm, and a, through. I'm a teacher and a lifelong learner. Yes. You know, they go hand in hand. They really do. do. So yeah, that's another aspect of what I do. I'm a busy lady. <laughs> yes, you are. And I'm glad that you bring all of your busyness here yeah. <laughs> into the city and um, yeah. to the world. Thanks. And thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome. And for sharing you today and sharing your heart and the exercise you guided us through, the grinding I hope, exercise. I hope you found that helpful. Mm -hmm. I, I think the video is even more grounded. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> because you were the guest. Good. <laughs> and right. if people, again, if they want to reach you, we'll have the phone number and the website. If you want to just say the website um, again. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> the website is holistic-connections.net. And my guest today has been Katie Huff Oberlin. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for being a mentor and a guide and a healer on my path. Um, I'm incredibly grateful. Show. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>